0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, an expert in child development and education, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive, trauma-informed, brain-based self-regulation program. Now remember, self-regulation means the ability to regulate our thoughts, feelings and behaviors in service of a goal. So with that understanding, this combines three programs in your school that often are considered separate. School-wide discipline, social-emotional learning, and school culture are put together in this one system. I like to view it as a very comprehensive resiliency program for both adults and children and our community. Today we're going to talk about conscious discipline in after-school programs. Approximately 10.2 million children participate in after-school programs and about 11.3 million children are without supervision between the hours of 3 and 6 p.m. Now what we know about the best programs for after-school care are ones that are also comprehensive and do the following. One, they foster the self-worth of each child and develop self-care skills. They develop personal and interpersonal social skills. They promote respect for cultural diversity. They provide some help for homework, tutoring, and learning activities. They give children just some quiet time for just quiet study and reflection. They give developmentally appropriate activities that involve problem-solving and spark their curiosity and incite their love for learning. They provide the recreational and physical activities for physical skills and encourage participation in individual and group sports. So there's a lot that happens in those hours between 3 and 6 in an after-school program. One of the major resources for after-school funding in the United States is the federal government and specifically the 21st Century Community Learning Centers Initiative. So we have with us a person who is in charge of a 21st Century Community Learning Center grant. Join me as we learn about the impact and implementation of conscious discipline in Burlington, Iowa, after-school programs. Join in. Well, I have the pleasure to sit with you, Cassie. So tell us what your full name is where you work and
1: a little bit about what you do. Sure, I'd be happy to. So my name is Cassie Gerst and I live in Burlington, Iowa and work for the Burlington Community School District. And in my role there, I'm officially the outreach and grant coordinator of the district. But the better you are at grant writing, then the more responsibility you get, is what I have learned in the last five years. So um, primarily, I oversee the after-school programming in our district, kindergarten through 12th grade. And we have two different types of programs. One, our pieces after-school program, and then one, our mentoring program, which is called Club M. Cause we want people to belong we want them to belong in both so we kind of Put a logo and tag to them and, yeah. and created something so that the kids have a sense of belonging
0: so how many kids are we talking i mean is, mm-hmm. uh, so that's k8 mm-hmm. so how many kids in burlington yeah are... so
1: in our pieces so in the school district um, we have about 3600 students in the district right now in enrollment and for after school programming we serve around 1100 to 1200 students who have attended at least one day of our program kindergarten through eighth grade
0: Wonderful. Now, this is your baby, right? You created this or you designed this or did you walk into it?
1: I walked in after year one. So the... um, The superintendent knew me as a mentoring person, so I I was working in the field of youth mentoring in another area, and he had worked with me in a different school. And then when he became a superintendent, they had a 21st Century Community Learning Center grant through the Department of Education, and it is for for after-school programming. And they had it in two middle schools, an elementary, and a K-5 summer program. And it was a new superintendent, a new director of curriculum, and they just had a teacher running it. People who wrote the original grant were no longer there. Mm. And so they said, oh, what do we, <laughs> we need someone who knows after school programming. So when I applied at the district for the outreach position, when they called and offered me the job, they said, and would you run the 21st century community learning center after school? And I said, absolutely. I, that was in my master's, and so sure and and then and then it expanded so here
0: you are and here we
1: are and so what was in three schools and 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 a summer program now was in it was in seven schools we realigned this year it's in six schools because we closed an elementary school Um, so four elementary buildings an intermediate and a middle school and the numbers have just um, exploded as well i mean the kids are there and we ask them you know why do you come Are you forced to be here because your parents work or why are you here? And um, 66% of them said, I'm here because I want to be here.
0: So 66% are choosing to come to it and the others are there because of family Mm -hmm. responsibilities. Right. Okay, so how did you bump into Conscious Discipline? How did Mm -hmm. that get involved in this after-school
1: program? Sure, so as a grantee uh, of the 21st Century um, Community Learning Center Grants, I'm afforded to participate in best practice webinars in after-schools for the state of Iowa, and so I was participating in one of those, and um, St. Mark's Enrichment Program um, was talking about Conscious Discipline, and we've been instituting some of this, and I I listened to it, and I thought, that makes so much sense. Our kids in after school are with us longer than teachers are working in a day. They'll be in a building from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I thought we, and we have we're with high poverty um, in the state of Iowa with the health outcomes surveys. We are 99 or 97 out of the 99 counties in Iowa for all health outcomes. Wow. And so I thought we, we really need, we need something. We need to live on, love kids more. And what really resonated with with me was that behavior is a form of communication and our kids are communicating with us that they're missing a skill and so i said this is what we need so um the first that summer then i participated in that at the time it was the discs so i oh participated gosh, in the 10 yes. discs and um, did the book study and then selected different skills for the mentoring program portion and then within that first year, so that was kind of my pilot year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was 2016, and I, 16, 17 school year. And I said, okay, now I need to talk to some after-school program people because while I am oversee the whole program, I don't like to mandate right. things. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I said, let me pick out a few people, take them with me to a two-day training. And I did that, and, and we had conversations afterwards, and they said, Uh, I see what you mean about this. (laughs) I see why you think this makes sense. So how does it actually
0: get embedded into after school?
1: So in reading the implementation Mm -hmm. guidelines, um, and I I figured out, okay, so I want to be strategic and who I invite, let's do CD1. And so I picked 10 people from different buildings that I had and said let's go to CD1 together and and then I made those people my CDAT team and said now I'd like to know from there let's plan out we can't do oh. everything in year one yeah. so let's plan out what would you like to see in your classrooms in after school what would you like to see in the buildings what would you like to see as building structures and classroom structures now a, an important part to after school is that we don't we, we don't have a classroom all day that's ours Right. We are given whatever space the principal and teachers will let us have. So we may have 120 kids in after school in the building and they have 330 kids say during the school day, um, but we need to borrow, beg, and steal classrooms. And so I know I also knew we needed to be portable in some of our structures or rituals that we should select. Um, so it was very intentional that summer then with that CDAT team to lay out what it would look like. How will I pay, for? I'm going to pay extra for my staff, especially the first year to study CD. I'll run a monthly um, professional development, which I did in the afternoons. We'll do the e-course for anybody that I can sit with and, and want to get more in-depth that didn't go to CD1. And so we implemented it all out for the year, for our first year, and then year two and year three.
0: Wow. I mean, that was strategic and actually quite brilliant to, to put different people from different buildings involved and immersed in conscious discipline and then have mm-hmm. that joint community planning now that collaborative right. planning of how you're going to roll it out and what's important for the after school and how you're going to do it with limited space. Right. So then you rolled it out, you're mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. do you have data results or how's it going
1: absolutely well as a grant writer um, data and measurable things are very important to me so I want to make sure that what we do we do with fidelity and what we do we measure outcomes so um, specifically with conscious discipline we were really looking at um, office referrals and behavior and suspensions from the program so even though um, we also look at school day data with Mm -hmm. with after-school data but there's so many influences with the school day so I concentrated um, on our growth with after-school programming on after-school referrals so in the buildings we had um, we looked at how many times were those kids being sent to the office by their after-school teacher just mm-hmm. get out go, go. Yeah. to the office and we saw an 89.5 percent reduction in kids being sent to the office in office referrals 80 89 yes. .5. Okay, if we rounded yes. up. We're going <laughs> to so, say so 90% 90% yes. percent
0: reduction.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and our our suspensions and removals for the program dramatically mm-hmm. decreased too. I found though that one building who had been doing it the longest after school programming before we got the second grant. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had a little less movement and I think that says a lot about okay, if I've been doing this a while and I'm kind of set why do I want this change? Where the other buildings, this was their second year in after mm-hmm. school, and were more um, more willing to to look at this new way. So yes. that was interesting as well in the data.
0: So, did did it show that the ones that were more willing to kind of move had more data growth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We find that all over. Have you seen anything in regard to staff retention or people that want to come work with you? I mean because you mentioned that it was a little... Uh, you know, it's part time and all that. So what have you seen?
1: Yeah, so um, I was really shocked. Our staff retention has definitely um, improved. um, And we have long standing staff in each of the buildings that have been through this conscious discipline journey with us. But the most profound thing was that I would hear from other certified teachers and other associates and buildings outside of ours, that were saying, I want to come work for you. Because I watched this associate and the improved relationships they were having during the school day with non-PIECES students and said, I want that. So they would apply and work for me in after school because of the training that we were offering, because of the approach that we were taking. And they wanted to learn that and get that, that understanding of what connection truly is so they could go back and work with their students during the school day and have that same interaction. So
0: people wanted to come and work for you so they could get the conscious discipline training. Uh, yeah. And, and so, oh, wow, that is amazing, isn't it?
1: It, it really is.
0: <laughs> so if if someone's listening to this podcast and they're doing an after-school program, yeah. what are like a couple things you would say, definitely pay attention to blank, Mm -hmm. what would you say? Um,
1: Keep in mind who's coming to your program and who you're staffing. And after school, much like school day and everything else, after school is part time work really Mm because it's it's a few hours, two, three hours a night, five days a week. And so we'll have high turnover. And so a lesson that we learned was we're going to invest all this time before the school year and throughout the school year to train our staff but with that turnover, let's make sure that when we're hiring new people or bringing new people in or bringing substitutes in, um, what will be their um, their training and their onboarding and it was very important that we have them then model so go and follow um, and shadow one of our, our successful really who's implementing it well not just having a structure but or saying when I'm walking in then they start using the right language but um, really shadow someone So that's brilliant so because of the turn so you just
0: hook them up with someone who's very successful mm-hmm. using your their ones that are have grabbed on and being very successful and have them shadow. Yes. Okay, I love it, yeah, what's was, next?
1: The other part is is look at your year, and, and, and I do this in the summer, but look at where my staff, the uh, where their strengths and their weaknesses are, and then how can you create professional development around their needs, and make sure to constantly ask and survey them. Use the rubrics, use the mm-hmm. assessments that are in there, so that you can measure how they're feeling because they may not always tell me, but be keeping something inside. Mm-hmm. And so I constantly am looking and kind of measuring where people at in their journey and what's needed. Um, for instance, this year we're in, so we're in year two of full implementation, mm-hmm. all buildings. And I heard a lot uh, from some of our staff about certain students that maybe they were having trouble with. Right. And and they would say, but I don't, underst- I don't understand. Why, why don't we kick this one out this year? And, then we, and I said, okay, so we need to go back and we need to really examine, and now from CD2, we really need to examine what they're feeling and mm-hmm. then how to separate that feeling instead of I'm building stories and I'm putting, I'm, I'm gathering information about this child, and we all agree he's very mm-hmm. challenging, he's very difficult, and maybe he needs to be kicked out for a day. And so it's to kind of refocus and really spend some time listening to that staff member and saying, Now what are you really feeling and how can we better support you in this role? So this year we actually now have a support staff person and their only job in each of the buildings is to be that person who can listen to staff and listen to students. If a staff member needed time out from the room because they needed to breathe and and maybe take a moment, then this person can come in. If a child needs walk and more attention that the um, after-school staff doesn't have at that particular moment, then this person can help walk and talk. And now we have a full structure about these think sheets and and self-reflection, which leads to self-regulation and conflict. Like management with time machines. So the support person really helped my staff feel um, feel good. Yeah. Well that makes mm. sense.
0: So congratulations on all you've done. I know you thank have you. more brilliant ideas coming <laughs> and you've got a, a lot going on so thank you for sharing with us. You're
1: welcome. Thank you so much.
0: Wow thank you Cassie. You've done a lot in that community and thank you for sharing it all with us. So what's Becky up to? Well I am actually taking a little time to reconnect with myself after a very, very busy eight week stretch. And it's important for to remind myself. And so I'm saying it out loud for me to take care of my well being, And I encourage you all to take care of yours. So what are we celebrating? We're celebrating the Conscious Discipline in Spanish. New book is being printed as we speak now. Now, this is the Conscious Discipline book, often referred to as the Blue Book. So we're excited for that. Until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.